Welcome to the Grown Woman Life Podcast. I'm Rocky Howard, your Chief Empowerment Officer. My mission is to highlight, engage, support, and educate bold, brilliant, badass, professional women over 40. If you are a grown woman, you have absolutely found your tribe. You've tuned into one of our power episodes. During the Grown Woman Life Power episodes, our guests share events and insights from their personal lives. These are the things that they use to fuel the power for living a grown woman life. To get the full Grown Woman Life experience, be sure to tune into the accompanying Grown Woman Play episode where our same guests share invaluable wisdom from their personal playbooks. I really hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Joe Fagbadigan is a sales director for a multi-territory organization. Joe has over 15 years of experience designing multi-million dollar solutions for global organizations. Her degree in mathematics and economics allows her to be proud of her inner geek. My friend Joe is feisty, fun-loving, wicked smart, and a proud power player for grown woman life. So, Joe, welcome to the Grown Woman Life podcast, and we're so excited to have you here today. You and I have gone through a couple of challenges, so we have been dedicated to getting this conversation done, and I'm excited to have our audience hear you not only talking a little bit about grown woman life, but discussing your perspective on making deliberate decisions in life. So, you know, of course, if I introduced you, I'd introduce you as the bold, brilliant, badass, my friend, my colleague. Joe. Um, But will you introduce yourself to our audience and maybe give us three words or phrases that you would use to describe yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pleased to be here, Rocky. Lovely to see your smiling face on the other side of the screen. And thanks for bearing uh, with the technical issues that got us to this point. Um, So I'm Joe Fagbadigan. Um, I'm the sales director for a specialist provider. Um, We specialize in technology, which is obviously the future of the world of work. And um, I think Absolutely. That that business. That's awesome. Joe, tell our audience three things about you. Okay. Three words. How do you describe yourself? How to describe myself? Well, um, I think I'm um, relatively feisty in in a positive way. Um, I'm a mum of two kids um, and I have a lovely husband called Ed. Um, I'm a northerner and if you're from the UK, you'll you'll know what that means. Um, But it means that I'm proud of my roots. Um, I say things as they are um, and I'll say hi to people on the tube, which whiz people out. So yeah. Yeah. This is why we love each other, right? Because we're kind of the same cloth, right? And that's actually a perfect lead in because I want the audience to get to know a little bit more about you and who you are. So tell me, you said you're a northerner. So is that where you're normally from and, and where do you live now? So I'm um, born and bred in Manchester, um, Manchester, England. And I live now in Hertfordshire, um, which is uh, one of the home counties surrounding Greater London. I work in the city in in the heart of London, but love the the kind of the access to the countryside from where I live now. I love that. Joe, are you willing to share with our audience how old you are? Absolutely. I'm delighted to say I'm 39 and 11 months. (laughs) I'm going to be turning 40 very soon. um, And, you know, bring it on. It's all good. Yeah. That's awesome. Tell me, how are you feeling about approaching your 40th birthday? So I genuinely, genuinely 
feel excited. A, because I love a party. I'm having a party. We're having a dance. I've got a good DJ, the DJ who DJed at my 30th birthday party. So um, we're just sort of like, can't believe how fast that last decade went. But I, I'm I'm really happy with my life. Um, and I think back to birthdays, maybe in my 20s, and they were, you know, you're like, oh, another year. You know, nothing much has changed. Like change happens constantly now and it's it feels to me like it's been all for the better so yeah I'm pumped that's awesome you know that was the whole platform of which grown woman life was built is about embracing and being excited about crossing that threshold and turning 40 and I'm so glad you're there do you think how you feel now about turning 40 has evolved over time like if you think about when you were in your 20s or 30s about how you felt about being 40 do, do you think that perspective has evolved over time um, yes 100 percent. so I, th- I think I I just think I've mellowed me personally I've mellowed over time um from a and I you know I'd like to say oh, you said how to describe yourself and I am feisty I will will speak up often um and maybe sometimes without without always thinking immediately um how it might land but um yeah I was I was I much feistier in my 20s and I feel like the 30s and the 40s like that's a mellowing and there's a level of kind of comfort and confidence and ability to kind of reach calmness and strength that you get when you get kind of older and I don't know it will happen for different people at different times I'm sure but for me it sort of really hit home my late 30s and I feel like I've harnessed it now and I can use the feistiness, the calmness, the strength, the speaking up to my advantage as opposed to it kind of owning me. Yeah, there's something about owning it for yourself versus feeling like you've got to prove it or show it to the rest of the world that I think shifts the energy pattern, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it really, really does. It also doesn't help or hurt that you and I both have great husbands who put up with our feistiness a bit over time. You need that, the yin and the yang of the calm and the feisty. I mean, it, it's, you know, opposites attract and all that, all that good stuff. But it, that's an important balance in, in my life, our life, and uh, it works well. Yeah, it really, really does. What's your superpower? I have a really good memory. That's what got me a, a first in my degree, I reckon. Um, it certainly wasn't the wow. understanding of, of all of the things that I learned. It was remembering, I think. But um, good memory, able to multitask. I think that's obviously a core core female trait, but I'm really good at multitasking and complex stuff at the same time. That's why I, I work in sales and that's why it, it works well. So I can kind of run a process and keep business developing at the same time and remember a lot of stuff just have really good memories so helpful well and I believe that probably helps you a ton in your personal life as well because there's nothing worse than forgetting a friend's birthday not being at the dance recital forgetting an anniversary not remembering uh, here's the complexity of this conversation we had so I imagine those play just as well in your personal life as they do in your professional life I I totally run the house (laughs) totally run the house yeah baby and I make lots of notes don't get me wrong I, I make a lot of lists but a lot of it's up here as well. Cool. Let's let's shift gears a little bit and let let let's kind of dive in to your career, right? And I I know that you head up a, a sales team, and I, I'd like to hear like I think a lot of times we hear titles, right? So we hear sales director, and we think we know what that is. But I'd be interested to know how do you describe what you do for a living? Um, so yeah, the title is sales director, but you hear. Um, 
lots of other titles, business development director, chief commercial officer, etc. So, um, but yeah, for, for me, I, I'm not ashamed to say sales. I think a lot of people avoid using that word and, and I, I, I'm proud of, I'm proud of the title. Like I make connections, I manage relationships, I introduce people to people, I help find solutions. And we basically work to support customers with their talent acquisition needs and challenges and to build a model or a solution from a recruitment perspective that that helps solve those challenges. And because we work in a tech environment and we support tech recruitment, um I don't can't think of a a company that doesn't have tech as a, a kind of core strategic objective of theirs, that the CEO doesn't have a tech play as one of their kind of core um, things that's keeping them up at, up at night. And we help we help companies find the talent and, and put a wrapper around that. That is awesome. So later in our conversation, I want you to tell our audience how they can support you and your initiatives and how they can connect with you as well. But here, you know what I've learned, certainly at the heart of it, I'm a recruiter for a living, right? And in our industry, nobody goes to school or grows up dreaming of being a recruiter, right? And I'm fascinated after years of listening to people's path to get where they get of the story. So tell us a little bit about your career path. And um, it's, it's not a long path, actually. I've, I kind of, I went to university in London. I did a maths and economics degree. I got a good grade, I got a first class and it was a great university a sort of top 10 global university and I came out of there saying yeah I think I'll uh, I want to be an investment banker which is basically loosely okay. loosely me just saying I want to make lots of money I think um, at the time <laughs> so I got a job uh, in the front office of a, of a global investment bank and I lasted about 20 months <laughs> this isn't for me um, it was a great great business but but for my personality and what, what kind of got me up in the morning um, yeah, not not for me at all, and and it's a shame really. But it taught me some great life lessons, and I, I worked really really hard, really early on. So my 20, 21, mm. 20, 20, 23, working until ten o'clock at night. So when you move into any other industry, even recruitment, even professional services recruitment, um, you know, going home at eight was a treat. I was like, I can have dinner. I can absolutely like this is brilliant. So feels like vacation. Absolutely, right? <laughs> like it seemed I could, I could do that. Yeah, those hours, my eyes closed, having had the the first job that I had out, out of uni, um, and then from recruitment into kind of recruitment leadership, and then into to sales for recruitment outsourcing. It's been a, a relatively short um, path, I suppose. I've not done lots of different jobs or worked in lots of different companies, um, but I, I've I've loved every minute of it. I love it. You talked about coming out of university, right? And kind of wanting to be an invest investment banker. But what did you want to be when you were a kid? Like, did you, did you, did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up, when you were younger, when you were running around, not too much older than your girls? Um, I think my first clear job kind of desire was to be a journalist. And I was definitely like sub 10 then but I didn't really that moved on quickly you know you could move as kind of career designs as quickly as you move best friends at that age and then I definitely wanted to be an actress at one point um I definitely wanted to be like a chemist or a biologist or a scientist of some respect kind of when I was doing my GCSEs um and then obviously kind of thought I wanted to be a banker in my uh, in my late teens and early 20s so yeah I definitely didn't plan to be in recruitment um but it's a it was a natural home for my personality and my skills. When I hear of all those things that you want it to be, though, 
I feel like quite a few of the things that you would have done in those particular vocations are kind of included in your world now, right? Um, So it's kind of interesting, right? Like when you're a journalist, you're researching, you're connecting, you're communicating, you're educating a wide population. And, you know, when you're an actress, there's a a bit of flair to telling a story, right? And, and entertaining with an outcome, hopefully, sometimes it's just to be entertained, right? Um, and, you know, I, I, I am, yeah, I didn't connect the dots until now. But yeah, you point it out. I mean, maybe this, maybe the the biologist or the scientist is an anomaly, but you know I don't mind being um, center stage. I don't don't mind being in the spotlight. And um, that probably that you know you have to enjoy a bit of that, even if it makes you nervous. If you're doing sales and business development, um, and yeah, I think the, you know recruitment solution sales just has the right amount of kind of geekiness, detail, numbers, solutioning. Like that's that that feeds my kind of inner mathematician. So it's uh, it's it's all good. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I've seen you architect some solutions that only a chemist person probably can do. So I think that that's in there too. So that's, that's awesome. That's really awesome. So talk to us a little bit about your family. You mentioned it earlier and I, I understand that family comes in many shapes and forms. So give us a, a picture of the makeup of your family. So we're, um, we're a small family, I suppose. Um, it's me, my husband, Ed, and my two girls, Erin and Zara. Erin's five and Zara will be coming up to three next next month um when the when the grown woman playbook goes live um and yeah that that we're a we're a great little unit I've we've both got our parents who are who are in the UK but you know three or four hour drive away so we see them as much as we can but we're we kind of keep we're self-contained that's awesome I can't believe Zara's three that's crazy I know <laughs> I just, I can't even believe that. What is your favorite way to spend time with the hubby and the girls? Or do you have a favorite family tradition? So we, we moved house um, just over a year ago to, you know, what you might call your forever home. Um, and it's just lovely here. So being in the house is great. You know, we're mostly in the city um, throughout the week. And we, we have like an hour before the girls go to bed when we get home from work. So weekends is lolling around the house. In summer, get the bifolds open, get in the garden, do a barbecue, get the paddling pool out. Um, or if it's like it is now, pretty grim outside, bit of TV um, and a bit of a mini disco, maybe. Like I like to dance and sing. I love that. Uh, don't I don't love get that. me wrong, Ed doesn't necessarily join in before you get too excited, Rocky. But the girls, <laughs> the girls, girls will cut cut a rug, and it's great fun. I love that blast up Alexa and just go for it. <laughs> I know it's so funny. I, you know what? I love those moments because I think dance and singing is just about purity and joy of heart. Right. And so we laugh quite often. My son is king of this and my son, trust me, is is not going to join any boy bands anytime soon, but in the morning he'll take the shower and you will hear him singing or our neighbors. I'm sure he drives crazy. He'll go outside and cut the lawn and he'll have his AirPods in. And then he's singing at the top of his lungs and we can all hear him. And then we'll all wind up just kind of joining in sometimes. Cause it's, you know, what do you do? Right. <laughs> I love it. it, it's therapeutic. I love to, I love to sing. doesn't matter what you sound like. Oh yeah. My friend, it's, it's, it's just all about pure of heart and fun and joy. 
Do you have a big dream for the future? Early retirement, but there's no chance of that. <laughs> That's my dream. It's I have a, yeah, I, it's a dream, and I'm kind of fermenting it at the moment. Like it's simmering, and I'm thinking about how that could possibly happen. And by early, I just mean, you know, by sixty <laughs> something, maybe like by. 55 would be amazing um but as i say turn 40 very soon and that's that's tough with your with the new mortgage and, and young kids but that would be a dream you know stretch hit goal, the road 55 travel I'm, yeah see the world again yeah and do it and do it in style if we could as well i love it i love it do you now is that your guilty pleasure or do you have another guilty pleasure guilty pleasure is probably yeah dancing around the kitchen to like musicals in the background that's probably more I, I love a I love a good musical I left I left the girls if that's why they were, they came through and there would be noise in the background but I left the girls watching the the new version of Aladdin with Will Smith but I look I yeah Disney musical know all the words sing along it's great I love it I didn't know that so do you know this um every time I'm in London I go see a play or I go see a musical so the next time I'm over there we should book a date That'd together. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I, yeah. I love it. I love yeah. a stage show. It's just, yeah, it, it's it's not cheap these days, is it? you you got to – it's not comfortable and it's not cheap, but once you're there, it's magic. It It, it is the reason why I do it in London, right? Because it, it just – you know, we work so hard when we're there, and so I always make sure I book time to do it. But I will tell you, it's still much cheaper than it is in New York. It is crazy. And, oh, yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts in New York. So the next time I'm there, I'll give you a heads up, and maybe we'll, we'll plan right. and – get to see a play together so well I'm not going to ask you what your favorite podcast is because it's going to be grown woman life and that's just yeah that's that's the right answer Joe thank you so much for your time today I so appreciate it and I want our audience to be able to support you so tell us how we can support your endeavors Thank you, Rocky. It's it's honestly been a pleasure so thank you for the for the invite and the opportunity um how can you support me? Don't hesitate to contact me. You can find me pretty easily. I've got a very unique surname. Um, so you can find me on LinkedIn, Joanna Fagbadigan, or you can find me on Twitter at Joe underscore Fagbadigan. Um, and um, yeah, happy to happy to hear from people who just want to connect um, and link in for the future anyway. That's awesome, Joe. We'll make sure that that's all in the show notes. And ladies, you'll just have a click and you can connect to Joe. Joe, I am so grateful that, you know, our work lives allowed us to meet and connect. And honestly, I'm really grateful that now we're in different places. I feel like we're even going to deepen our friendship. And I'm really excited about that. So that's one thing that I'm grateful for. As we close up today, if you had to to talk about something that you're most grateful for, what are you most grateful for? Can I say more than one? thing absolutely there's no limit no limit to being grateful excellent um yes absolutely to my parents for teaching me to back myself to aim high um to shoot for the stars and to my best friends and my sister for absolutely amazing years of rock solid um friendship and sisterhood it's I, I couldn't I couldn't be luckier, I think, in that respect. Um, and to my lovely husband, Dad, for putting up with me because I am really hard work when I want to be as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very lucky girl. So thanks for the opportunity to talk to you today, Rocky. And, and yeah, power to the, the ladies who are listening. Yay! Thank you so much for joining the Grown Woman Life podcast. Make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. The links are below in the show notes. I'm Rocky Howard, and I sincerely appreciate the gift of your time 
Go live boldly, show your brilliance, and be a badass.